Hello, and welcome to Pure Evil, a true crime podcast, and I'm your host, Courtney. In this podcast, we will not only discuss the heinous crimes committed, but also go in-depth of the background and psychological makeup of these killers. You can expect to hear cases ranging from cold cases, solved homicides, and missing persons. So let's dive in. Born August 7, 1960, in Nybethar, Kingdom of Hungary, is one of the most profound supposed killers, Countess Elizabeth Bathory, or better known as the Blood Countess. Countess Elizabeth Bathory was a Hungarian noblewoman born to Baron George Bathory and Baroness Anna Bathory. Elizabeth was raised a Calvinist Protestant, and as a young woman, she learned to speak Latin, German, Hungarian, and Greek. Being born into a privileged family of nobility, Elizabeth was endowed with wealth, education, and a prominent social rank. One downfall for the Countess were multiple seizures that could not be explained. In today's times, her symptoms were similar to those of epilepsy. But in those times, the treatments for epilepsy included rubbing blood of a non-sufferer on the lips of an epileptic or giving the epileptic a mix of non-sufferer's blood and a piece of skull as their episode ended. Not much is known of Elizabeth's life as a child, but it does appear her nobility helped in not only her education and social rank, but also in her love life. At the budding age of 13, Elizabeth was engaged to Count Frank Narasi, a member of the Narasi family in what is assumed to be a political arrangement. On May 8, 1575, Elizabeth and Count Frank were married at the palace of Bernard Nath Dupri, Count Frank gifted his household, Castle of Chess, situated in the Little Caprathines, to Elizabeth as a wedding gift. The castle had been bought by his mother in 1569 and given to Narasti. In 1578, three years after their marriage, Count Frank became the chief commander of the Hungarian military and led them in the war against the Ottoman Empire. While he was away at war, Elizabeth managed his business affairs, estates, all while raising their five children. Between 1602 and 1604, rumors of Elizabeth's atrocities began to spread throughout the kingdom. Even a Lutheran minister made complaints against her both publicly and at the Count in Vienna. Count Frank died January 4, 1604, at the tender age of 48. Although it is unknown of what caused his death, it is known that he suffered from 1601 until his death. Initially, the disease called debilitating pain in his legs. From that time, he never fully recovered, and in 1603, he became permanently disabled. Elizabeth and Count Frank were married for 29 years, and before his passing, Count Frank entrusted his heirs and widow to Mr. Thurzo, who would eventually lead the investigation into Elizabeth's crimes. In 1610, King Mathis II assigned George Thurzo, the Palatine of Hungary, to investigate Elizabeth's crimes. Mr. Thurzo ordered two notaries to collect evidence in March of 1610. By October of the same year, the notaries have collected 52 witness statements, and by 1611, this number rose to over 300. According to the testimonies, Elizabeth's first victims were young girls aged 10 to 14 years old. Elizabeth is rumored to have begun killing daughters of the lesser gentry, who were sent to live with her by their parents to learn the court etiquette. There were many suspected forms of torture carried out by Elizabeth. 
According to the Budapest City Archives, the girls were burned with hot tongs and then placed in freezing cold water. Some witnesses named relatives who died while in Elizabeth's care, while others reported having seen traces of torture on dead bodies, some of which were buried in graveyards and others in unmarked locations. On December 12, 1610, Nikolai Vrinsky confirmed the agreement with Mr. Thorzo about the imprisonment of Elizabeth and distribution of both her and Count Frank's estate. On December 30, 1610, Mr. Thurzo went to Jess Castle and arrested Elizabeth, along with four of her servants, who were accused of being her accomplices. According to Thurzo's letter to his wife, his unannounced visit found one dead girl and another living prey girl in the castle. But there is absolutely no evidence that they asked her what had happened to her. Although it is commonly believed that Elizabeth was caught in the act of torture, she was actually just having dinner. Initially, Mr. Thurza made the declaration to Elizabeth's guests and villagers that he had caught her red-handed, no pun intended. However, she was arrested and detained prior to the discovery or presentation of any victims. It seems most likely that the claim of Mr. Thurza's discovering Elizabeth covered in blood has been in the embellishment of fictionalized accounts. Mr. Thurzo debated further proceedings with Elizabeth's son, Paul, and two of her son-in-laws, Nikola Vrinsky, and Mr. Drugeth. Her family, which ruled Transylvania, sought to avoid the loss of Elizabeth's property, which is at risk of being seized by the crown following a public scandal. Mr. Thurzo, along with Paul and her two son-in-laws, originally planned for Elizabeth to be sent to a nunnery. But as accounts of her actions spread, they decided to keep her under strict house arrest. Most of the witnesses testified that they had heard the accusations from others, but did not see it for themselves. The servants confessed under torture, which is not credible in contemporary proceedings. And although they were the king's witnesses, they were all executed. The accusations of murder were purely based on rumors. There is no document to prove that anyone in the area complained about the countess. In this time period, if someone was harmed or someone even stole a chicken, a letter of complaint was written. Two trials were held in the wake of Elizabeth's arrest. The first was held on January 2nd, 1611, and the second on January 7th, 1611. The highest number of victims cited during the trial of Elizabeth was 650. On January 25th, 1611, Mr. Thurzo wrote a letter to King Mathis describing that they had just captured and confined Elizabeth to her castle. The Palatine also coordinated the steps of the investigation with the political struggle with the Prince of Transylvania. She was detained in the castle of Schiss for the remainder of her life where she died at the age of 54. As Mr. Thurzo wrote, Elizabeth Bathory was locked in a bricked room, but according to other sources, including a priest that visited her in July of 1614, she was able to move freely and unhindered in the castle, more likely to be like house arrest. She wrote a will in September of 1610 in which she left all current and future inheritance, possessions and everything to her children. In the last month of 1614, she signed her arrangement in which she distributed the estates, lands, and possessions among her children. On the evening of August 20th, 1614, Elizabeth complained to her bodyguard that her hands were cold. He replied, it's nothing, mistress. Just go lay down. She went to sleep and was found dead the following morning. She was buried in the church of Schist on November 25th, 1614. But according to some sources, due to the villagers' uproar over having the countess buried in their cemetery, 
her body was moved to her birth home where it was interred at the Bathory family crypt. The location of her body today is unknown, but believed to be buried deep in the church area of the castle. The Schist church and the castle of Schist do not bear any markings of her possible grave. It has been argued that Elizabeth Bathory was a victim of a conspiracy and that it was largely politically motivated, possibly due to her extensive wealth and ownership of large areas of land in Hungary, escalating after the death of her husband. The theory is consistent with Hungarian history at that time, which included religious and political conflicts, especially relating to the wars with the Ottoman Empire, the spread of Protestantism, and the extension of the Habsburg power over Hungary. Moreover, Mathesis owned a large debt to Elizabeth, which was canceled after her arrest. Join me next week in a new episode of Pure Evil.